Hello and welcome back to Best Self Radio. I am your host, Haley. Thank you so much for joining me on another week's episode. Dolly thanks you as well. If you're that little grown. Uh, she is my almost six-month-old Bernese Mountain Dog puppy and so, so adorable. Right by my side always when we're working from home. So this week, I have some fun stuff to update you guys on. Lots, lots going on in my personal life. And you guys in the podcast, you guys get the juicy details, the the tea behind my life. Not really tea, but just uh, <laughs> the things that I'm going uh, through health-wise and just some things that I've been loving. And yeah, we're going to share all that with you guys today. And then we're going to get into the episode. And I'm really excited about this. If you guys caught last week's, or no, this week's live, I think I did it this week. The weeks blur together. I did a live recently, I think it was Monday, where I was discussing three things that I believe are so important to consider, primarily with women, because that's who I work with, when we are approaching or wanting to go into a fat loss, weight loss, or body composition phase. And I always stress the importance because a lot of the time we have kind of two camps in the fitness weight loss world where one is promoting like calories in, calories out, that's what matters. And then the other is promoting much more like hormone balance, gut health, quality food, that's what matters. I believe both matter matter for a healthy, long-term weight loss, fat loss, body composition journey, whatever it is, where we're not doing damage to our gut health, to our metabolism, to our hormones, to our mental health. And we're not only able to reach said goal, but we're able to maintain said goal. And that's the hugest thing that's important. And when I speak with my clients, when we are approaching this, we talk about what we want our lives to look like in a year, five, 10 years. Now, obviously, we're not going to know all the pieces, but if we dream and we think about, okay, what's that vision for our life? How do we want to look, feel, act? Do we want to be doing two hours of cardio? Do we want to be restrictive dieting? Do we want to be on keto? Do we want to be intermittent fasting? These things are so important to ask us now because what we're doing now is going to set us up for for that success long term. And if you're someone who wants to be doing one hour, two hours of cardio every single day, I don't know any of those people, but if you are, then fine. Maybe we can take that approach. But if you're not, then starting us off with doing something like that is is not going to be sustainable for you, right? And then what's going to happen once maybe, yes, you've lost some weight, but what's going to happen once we stop doing that, right? So those things are super important to talk about. And we're going to talk about, you know, three main things that I focus on first on top of a calorie deficit when we're going into a weight loss, fat loss, or even just body composition change, right? Because if we're wanting to put on some lean muscle, get stronger in the gym, shift the body composition from carrying more fat to more muscle, we need to care about our calories as well. We might not need to care about them in a deficit. We might need to care about them in a surplus or even just a maintenance, but shifting that macros, we're making sure we're hitting enough protein, enough fiber, uh, enough carbohydrates sometimes, right? Sometimes we're so low carb as women that we're not getting enough to support our hormone health. So it's not just about the weight on the scale or how our pants fit, but also how we're feeling internally and calories and macros are important for that as well. So I think that's in, uh, something that I like to highlight as well in this episode that 
those things, you know, calorie deficit or just tracking macros and understanding how much protein, those are important regardless of your goal. Like we should know what's in our food and what's going into our body. And then on the flip side of things, I think it's important for us to um, take care of our hormone, mental, you know, and gut health when we're trying to reach a physical goal, um, like body composition in some way, because again, as I was mentioning at the end or just before this, that's so important for longevity of this, of your health and being able to maintain and not also, um, not also damage our like self-worth with ourselves because so much of the time when we go on diets that are just looking for us to lose weight, get shredded, whatever it is, and they're more of the restrictive style and or they're more than not taking care of our gut hormone mental and the quality of our food then what happens to us is oftentimes we might be successful but then we revert back to our old self or we you know rebound we might put some weight back on then we feel like a failure and that cuts away at our self-worth so all of these things tie in to why i think it's so important to focus on these three other pillars of body composition change as well as calorie calories and macros so we're gonna get into that later it's a full full full-on topic i'm very very excited to bring this to you guys on the podcast and I also have a live with some stuff in there. So if you're wanting to uh, dive further into this or connect with me on it, definitely go check out my Instagram and watch that live because that will be really impactful too. All right, I'm just going to take a little sip of water and we're going to get into just my week recap. Okay, so first I want to start off with something that I've been telling like every client, my mom, my fiance, every friend about, and that is the Kindle, you guys. And I feel like I'm like, 10 years late to the party on this one, but I don't care because if you're like me and you're also late to the party and you don't have a Kindle, it is time to get one. (laughs) I, for so long, was against them because I was like, well, it's still like a device. You know, we're wanting to put away our devices, get off our devices. I just like the feel of a book. Like I like to wind up bookstores, all of this stuff, which is totally true. But the thing is that I thought of was, okay, like I'm not reading right now. Like I read here and there, but I'm not being consistent with reading. And I really want to be like reading is one of those habits that I just think is so important for anyone. And especially if you're wanting to be uh, like at the top of your game, you got to read. And I want to be at the top of my game, right? Like I'm not looking for, you know, some average mediocre life. I'm looking for an extraordinary one to be at the top of my game. And that means reading, right? There's so much out there to read and consume. And it's just such a wonderful way also to like de-stress at the end of the night, get off your devices, get off your screens and really just, you know, learn or dive into a novel. So I've been reading novels at night and then more self-development education books like in the morning and throughout the day if I have a little bit of time here and there. And it's just been such a game changer for me. So if you're like me and either want to be a reader and maybe you're not you're like falling into a rut or you've been a reader but then you're falling into a bad pattern of not it's a really great thing i think to get and it's like 100 bucks Uh, they're not too much and i'm sure there's sales at certain times too so they're not too big of an investment and obviously a lot of the books are on like the unlimited reading that you get with it or some are not but 
you they're not they're not pricey right like they're at one third probably the price of what an actual book would be and you can always like read samples of them to like make sure you actually want to invest in them so i think it's just such an amazing tool for us to have if you want to become a reader and if you're struggling with that i would definitely either like pick back up your kindle if you have one or get a kindle because it's changed my life changed my life i read like two books this week and i hadn't read a book other than like a novel on vacation in a really long time so very excited about that and that like you know in a really long time meaning like a few months ago but anyway loving that second thing i want to update you guys on is i just decided this season of life for me is really just like you guys know i'm i'm healthy like that's you know obviously i think about health a lot i work in it and you, you know but this season is like next level for me of diving into my health and that's in all areas so i have been struggling with kind of like a sciatic type issue on my left side my left like hip glute si complex it's kind of like sciatic in a bit i mean it's not that but it's it's kind of that kind of feeling and then that started to develop into the right side as well and anyway just like things were happening in my strength training and my like high rocks training and i kind of was sweeping it under the rug for a while i'd had a bit of a back issue from the beginning of my lifting days but it was never too bad and i think also just age and you know whatever like i i did enough stuff to kind of stay on top of it. it wasn't too bad and this summer it really got like chronic like really debilitating for me to just move and like do life and be healthy and like be able to be a trainer like i really started to notice and i've probably talked about on the podcast but i haven't updated you guys in a while and i just was like okay like enough is enough <laughs> and uh mid-september i was like i am getting to like getting to the root of this right that's what i do with digestive and hormone and you know i do that for other people but i hadn't been doing that for myself so i was just like it was like serendipitous for this guy to open up his um gym underneath my condo building in toronto um called unda movement and i just saw like right away when he um opened and i saw his instagram just like things that he was speaking of and how he was posting on there i was like this is what i need like i don't just want someone to do body care to body work on me i want someone to help me identify what those weak points are in my movement patterns and help me bring me back to moving healthy so that's what we're working on we i think we've done three sessions i'm doing my fourth one next week and things are moving along like i'm still it's still there but i've been able to get back to like three now i'm moving on to four full body strength sessions i'm still going like probably 60 percent, maybe even less of my like ability but again i'm really focusing on like slow controlled movements like feeling in the right place which is all stuff again i preach as a trainer but one it's sometimes hard to apply to yourself especially like when you've been doing this for 10 years and you're kind of like you're comfortable with with your uncomfortable if that makes sense like you're comfortable with doing what you're doing and i was actually reading this discipline book this morning that was talking about being comfortable in the uncomfortable and it was fascinating because i was like okay i'm comfortable in that uncomfortable right of like heavy lifting pushing my body to extremes but i'm not comfortable with 
training in 60%, right? Or doing anything in like that 60% and not doing things in that 80, 100%. And I think that's pretty true for a lot of us. Like if we're more of that type A or have been, you know, doing those types of things, if that's work or training or whatever it is, like we're so used to being like 100% on or 100% doing something or, you know, 80, 90, whatever it is, that it's actually quite challenging. Like that is our uncomfortable is to be doing things that like, 50 60 percent and that's that's what i've been doing but my objective at any session is just to feel good after right and that's why that's kind of training right now is feeling good for me and my nervous system and my back and everything that's going on there and then i'm seeing him kind of every other week or every 10 days and we're just progressing along with things and he knows my goals i want to do their high rocks um i think i want to do a long run like a half marathon or marathon so yeah he knows like those kinds of things and we're just focused on getting there so that's been really exciting i love i love like i would probably have a trainer too like if money was no object or like that i was just like you know wanting to ball out on because i actually love even though like yes i have some knowledge but people are able to see your blind spots. You, you guys know I talk all about all the time about coaches, mentors, health practitioners, trainers. I think it's so important for all of us to have those people too in our lives because um, it's hard for us to see those blind spots and like train us the same way an outsider would. But anyway, it's really nice having him because he's kind of like guiding it and I'm, I'm filling in. So that's been wonderful and I'm very excited about that journey. I'm not gonna lie, it's frustrating. Like it's, I'm having to really, um, as I said, like be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that is challenging, but I know it's a good challenge and I'm, I'm very, I'm here for it. And then the second thing for me is last year, I did a GI map test with then the practitioner that I just got certified in and educated around reading and interpreting the GI maps so that I can now do that for my client. I've been doing that for the last few months now and I took her course and I also took my first um, GI map test with her last year and I wasn't really surprised with a lot of the findings but I was able to clear up a few of the things last year but I wasn't, I feel like I was still in kind of like this overdrive of work and my nervous system was just so jacked up that uh, some of the stuff was able to be applied and worked and then some of the stuff like I didn't, I wasn't successful with applying it. Like I didn't take all the things and I didn't set the boundaries and I didn't, you know, decrease my workload and like do all these things, which I have now done, been consistently working on it this year, about since February. So that's slowly been helping and I think that helped with eradicating. I have I had Candida and uh, one other thing, I won't really bore you guys with the names, but Candida might be familiar to many of you listening. And so I was able to get rid of that into good levels and, and so that's really good. And then the other level that did come back positive on my most recent one that I am just so focused on working on now is H. pylori and this one can affect our stomach acid so low stomach acid and when we have low stomach acid that's obviously at the top of our digestive system you guys so that can really affect everything downstream um, to our you know overgrowth of certain bacterias to our inflammation to our ability to digest things and absorb things correctly and then also into you know because of then that disrupting the um the microbiome and the health of that then that can lead to some things hormonally 
um, and adrenals, that is also kind of a picture going on with me as well. So starting with H. pylori, and again, this is what I walk a lot of my clients through. And that's, I just wanted to share with you guys that like, I'm not immune to this stuff. And I love when I'm on practitioner courses as well, and they share their live tests. And I actually want to, I want to do like a masterclass or maybe in my membership. Um, so make sure you are, um, either sign up to my newsletter or you're subscribed to my Instagram or you're following me on Instagram because you'll get updates about that kind of stuff. If you're interested in learning more about the functional test and like actually seeing one, I kind of want to take you guys through one in like a master class or as I said, inside the membership. So I'll definitely be letting you guys know how that's going to play out because I love that. Like seeing again, someone who's like knows their shit, like on their health, but it can happen too. And that's why it's so important that we check out these things and we're on top of it because it can happen even just because of the environment we're in, the stresses we're under, like all of this stuff is gonna impact our gut health so much, which is gonna impact so many other things. Even if we're eating all the nutrient dense foods, even if we know all the things, like we're not, um, we're not immune to being swept up in the chaos of life around us as practitioners. And I think that's so important too to remember and so then if you are you know not even you know schooled in all this stuff or don't know and are coming into this it's it's so much and it's even a lot for us who do know a lot of stuff so i want to take you guys through that but anyway it was very interesting for me to see and I, again i wasn't surprised because i had been getting some symptoms and um you know i'm obviously like way better than i was a few years ago but i'm still you know I'm, I'm, i wouldn't say i'm symptom free and that wasn't that was so i was definitely um that wasn't a surprise to me and then some things have been going on hormonally for me that i was like okay what the heck and i did get a dutch test as well but i knew again because all these things are metabolized in the gut that it's important to understand what's going on there and because i'm some someone who's sensitive and has had issues in the past i knew that i needed to get that fuller picture and i'm so glad i did because it would be it would be harder for me to understand like what was going on in the dutch and why my estrogen progesterone levels my ratio was off um if and i wasn't metabolize again this like i'm not gonna go too in depth but i wasn't um metabolizing the estrogen the way that i should have been and this was something that was linked to what was going on in my gi map so anyway I, this i'm not going to talk about this too much here i think it's better to do it like in a master class where i can share slides versus a podcast so definitely make sure you let me know if you're interested in that and i can send you reminders but i definitely make sure you're subscribed to my email and following me on Instagram because you'll be notified of that because I think that would be very helpful for you guys to understand. So we are in a full-on protocol for the H. pylori, um, including some antifungals. I'm doing so much stuff. If you're following me on Instagram, you know I'm doing so many things to support my liver, liver and bile flow, which I think are so important at certain times of the year anyway for all of us. Like some people have been reaching out, like asking me about, I've been sharing this like beet carrot uh, uh, apple salad. And I'm like, yeah, of course, like that's good for everyone. And actually Ben was the one who wanted to have it as well because he saw that um, that was super beneficial. So I've been doing that, dandelion root tea, lots and lots and lots of that. I need to be having more green tea. So I'm trying to have some matcha. I'm not like a huge matcha fan, but trying to have some green tea, matcha, um, and garlic, lots of garlic. And yeah, just like my whole foods, you know, lots of protein kind of diet that I'm already eating, but just definitely making sure that I am including a lot of these supportive foods for my particular picture um, on my really good uh, quality probiotic again and um yeah the antifungals so 
I'm excited for this and I'm definitely in a very like health phase um very focused on that there's another part uh, that I want to share but we'll save that for another time of what what's going on with me and my fitness and health journey but I'll share that for another time you guys for that that's all you need to know and yeah keep you guys updated on it I'm excited to share my journey to hopefully help um educate and inspire you guys on whatever journey you're on so we're gonna get into the episode today you guys everything else in life is just chugging along smoothly it's fall it's wonderful I'm obsessed with the weather everything about here till Christmas is just is magical so we are we're just absorbing it all and taking it all in that let's dive into the episode you guys all right you guys so three things outside of a calorie deficit that needs to be considered when we are going on any type of health change so I do say calorie deficit in the live but I kind of want to switch it to like outside of tracking and understanding your macros in general these are three things that I do with my clients that I suggest you look into and that I do myself when we are on a health journey when we're on a body composition journey fat loss weight loss muscle building or just improving your all over health from the inside out this is what we need to consider So probably no surprise to you as I'm rambling on in the beginning there, you guys, about the GI map, but number one is your gut health, okay? Now, gut health has just been one of those things that in the last 10 years has really exploded with um, research and new knowledge and understanding. And, you know, back in the day when I was first tracking macros and more in that bodybuilding phase of my life, It was like, if it fits your macros in the sense of eat whatever you want, doesn't matter the quality as long as you're in a calorie deficit, la-di-da. Now, this, of course, is true. Science is sciencing here. But what's the picture long term, right? We see so many of those bodybuilders, bikini girls, me included, have absolutely horrendous (laughs) gut health, hormone imbalances, five, ten years post uh, if it fed your macro like post that journey right and obviously it's not just the food quality but being in a severe deficit for a prolonged periods of time right there's lots that played into that but that's why that i will never just use that for clients and i will never just take you on a restrictive diet allow you to eat whatever you want not think about the health of your gut your hormones long term and why i said at the beginning we got to look at how we want to look and feel a year five ten years down the road and we've got to produce protocols that are in a line from that because you can get shredded you can lose weight doing that but what's going to happen long term right how are you going to feel what's going to go on with your hormones five years down the line so important to consider obviously and obviously we know that now right but unfortunately we didn't know that then and i think there are still some people out there that don't understand the the um the importance of considering our gut health so a few other things of like importance for that is like We're not just the food we eat, you guys. We're the food we absorb, sorry, digest, absorb, and eliminate. So it's so important to think, okay, like if I eat um, some sort of, some food, and like let's say it's something like, um, something that's just high sugar without anything, like a donut or something, right? That is going to create a different response in blood sugar than if we're eating a whole based meal, right? Which is why as a nutritionist, I am usually preaching eating protein, fiber, fat, 
with all of our meals so we get that lower response because over time again not one or two or three or ten times even but over time hundreds of those that is going to impact our our uh, our blood sugar so it's super important to do that for one but number two is how we are digesting that is going to be related to the bacteria our microbes in our microbiome so if we have a dysbiosis situation which is an overgrowth of bad opportunistic bacteria versus the good guys we are going to be what research is showing again like it's still new but what we're seeing is this could be a piece of like the overweight obesity picture right just a piece of it but where if we have some more of these opportunistic called firmicutes the ratio of the bacardides which is another form of bacteria if we have that different ratio um of those of the more opportunistic the ones that harvest more energy from these calories the firmicutes we're absorbing a different amount of energy aka calories from the food than someone who doesn't have this dysbiosis picture or doesn't have this ratio picture of firmicutes to barcadides i can't say that right now brachiadides um it doesn't matter two different two different forms of bacteria so that's one thing again to consider now doing a gi map if you're like how the hell am i supposed to know this doing a gi map will help you but also if you're someone who seems to be what we would call like weight loss resistant this could be one of the pieces of the picture right that why this has happened again a piece of the picture all the things that i talk about today are pieces of the picture and then there might be a lot more depending on when you sit down and you have a consult with me, right? Like these is just, these aren't blanket statements of things. These are things to get curious on yourself and think about. So really dependent on how we are absorbing that energy from our food. And obviously that's going to play a big part on our body composition, right? So that's something to think about. Also the status of our gut health, whether when I was talking about in that intro, you guys having something like H. pylori, low stomach acid not being able to digest and again utilize a lot of those nutrients in that food that's going to change your picture as well like let's say if you're passing through you know food particles that haven't been properly digested that's an issue as well for you and then also creating that dysregulation in your microbiome in some way if that's an increase in inflammation that dysbiosis picture your hormones are regulated in your microbiome right so that can really and i mentioned this at the beginning as well that can shift your production of estrogen and progesterone as well and then your elimination of those things equally right so if we're running more on that constipation side of things we could and again constipated it could just be hard to pass stool even if you go poop every single day but you're not feeling totally relieved and it's hard to pass that's a con that's a constipation uh, picture as well some of those estrogens are being reabsorbed into the body and those can be creating uh increase of estrogen to progesterone ratio called estrogen dominance often and obviously you know we're not going to get into that now but that can set you up for um many issues with your hormones and your weight and all of that obviously those things as well thyroid health metabolic health which is tied one in one 
those things are all regulated in your microbiome as well. So all of these things are so, so important to consider with our gut health. And that's why GI, GI map is so much more powerful than just having a conversation with you. Yes, if I get an intake and I understand maybe your bowel movements or the current diet you're on, the current stress level you have, how your relationship is with your body, I'm going to get some insight into that, but not the full picture, right? If we get the GI map, we can see the H. pylori there. We could see the candida. We could see maybe there's a hidden parasite, which can be often quite challenging to see without something like this. And some of the parasites are quite in your face and some of them are not, right? Some of them could be in there for years with with you not needing, like you not running to the doctor being like, what's wrong with me? But you just having these underlying symptoms. So gut health is number one, no matter what your goal is to really consider and prioritize. And that's why today Body Restore, my nine month hormone restoration program, we're starting off with digestive system this month because of that, right? It's a hormone program, but the digestive system is so vital in in the um, in the big picture of things. So that, that's tomorrow with the Body Restore call. Second thing, you guys, is our training stress or are you stress and then just recovery in general so you stress eu stress is our good stress and oftentimes when we are into fitness or even if we're maybe not into it but we're trying to reach a body composition goal we can go a little ham in the paint right raise your hand uh, my hands up there with you if this has been you at some time point and what can happen with this is working out exercise is a good stress for the body most of the time but if excuse me if it's taken too extreme just like anything it can cross that curve right into being something negatively impacting your body and that is what can happen when we are over exercising and then that leads into what we call you stress right where you're having or over sorry about going over that curve of the you stress where that good stress is now become something bad for your body or, or something harmful you know not necessarily bad but something harmful for your body so that's why it's really important to you know coming again coming back to my my story at the beginning which is why i share these kinds of things with you guys because they're related to what what i'm talking about and then you know what things i'm sure many of you are going through and for me my training wasn't benefiting me anymore right because i was always in pain and i wasn't able to um, recover appropriately and i was feeling very frustrated and lost and it wasn't giving back to my life right it wasn't adding something to it and this is a big difference from going to the gym when you don't want to or not feeling motivated and just getting in there going through the reps and then feeling better afterwards right and that's why i did end my conversation with jim at the beginning there is that i am making sure i'm checking checking in with myself tuning in does do i feel better do i feel good after the gym right that's so important to do because yeah sometimes like we're not motivated to go to the gym and that's fine we still have to go and exercise or move right we could just go and move we don't necessarily need to do like some intense workout but really tuning in with your body so that you're not just letting yourself off the hook right like that's not 
like I did get to that point because I got frustrated and I was kind of like, I threw my hands like, fuck it, right? Like, let's not do that. But it is challenging sometimes with that. But we want to avoid that. But we still want to go in. We want to move. We want to be disciplined upon our goals and prove to ourselves that like we can do it, right? Like hold ourselves accountable to what we said we we're going to do. And that's going to build that confidence, discipline, all that stuff we're talked about. But then being able to also be that voice of reason and saying like is this benefiting me or am i overtraining right have i gone over that eustress curve into the place where it is i'm getting a negative return on my investment right so that's why it's so important so tuning in with like are you getting like overly sore are you unable to move about in three after three days you're still sore right or are you getting injured more frequently those kinds of things just just be thinking about when we are considering our chain uh body composition change or health journey because we can get very wrapped up in our fitness and we can allow it to go too far right but there's always a fine line with that and you just have to find that for you and your body we might spill over into that curve from time to time i know i have many many times <laughs> um but just being able to really see that and when that happens and be able to pull yourself back in and and checking in with yourself for that because again when we're talking about longevity yes going ham in the paint for three months and getting shred shred being on zero calorie or zero carbs sure yeah you can do that but what's the after picture look like? What does it look like coming out of that? How's your metabolism feeling right now? How's your body feeling? How's your mental health doing, right? So again, obviously I know that's to it a very extreme, but those that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about here is that we want to make sure we're doing stuff and acting the way we want to act long term so that we don't get into that into that place where so so many of us have probably been before or, you know, again try to avoid okay our last one this is like as much as i love well i don't know if i love gut health i guess i love it um, or think it's so important this is something that is so so crucial and i think is really missed on like that more lifestyle level of change i don't think it is on like the competitive sports it's very like we're very you're very tapped into that in sports right like sports psychology and visualizing and just prioritizing your mental health again because a lot of the time that's that person's job and they know it's a longevity right like they they're looking for they know it needs to be long term they might have a lot of money coming their way and you know that's dependent on them playing or whatever it is right like or again, they're just very driven for their goal. And so they're going to prioritize every aspect. But for some reason, it didn't like trickle down into lifestyle the same way it does at professional levels or or, or even the same way it does at like someone like my level. Like I'm, I'm very, um, very tapped into that and like mental mental health and mindset and self-development and you know all of those things like that's just as important to me as movement and food but I think for a lot of coaches and trainers like it maybe hasn't made that shift yet or we don't know how to convey that to our clients or whatever it is right but this is something that I think is just so so important again when we're thinking about longevity and we're thinking about 
never coming back to where we are now. And this is something I tell my clients all the time. I don't want to coach you forever, right? Like I love you, but bye. And I say that with so much love and I'm not necessarily talking about training clients because I think there's pretty much always, as I said, like I would trainer would benefit me so much, right? Like the trainer is always going to benefit you and not saying that like I wouldn't benefit my nutrition clients or my, you know, health clients. But I think like being able to be, have the skills and the and the tools to of like bring yourself away from self-sabotaging or being able to rewrite those limiting beliefs about yourself or being able to set your goal on something and be disciplined enough to achieve that those things are all like so vital for us to do and if you can do that without someone supporting you and holding your hand you're going to be unstoppable right? And that doesn't mean that I don't think there's important times for mentors and coaches to step in and give you that extra push and like get you to that next level. But your ability to like hold that for yourself when times are fucking shit, when times are tough, when you're not seeing results, like when you are like listening to that ego, right? Like that's when you're able to pull on the tools that you've built, those habits that you've built and pull yourself away from the brink. <laughs> and when I say brink, like that may be a little dark, I'm not saying, but I'm saying like, you know, falling off track. Or even if like, quote unquote, using bunny ears here, if you fall off track, you knowing that like, you didn't fall off track, you just ate some delicious food or whatever. And like, tomorrow's a new day, right? Like even that awareness of it and not, not putting yourself down, not feeling shame or guilt from that, but using that as a lesson, being able to build that strength, that resiliency and that that like skill set is unmatched. Like it's unmatched and you'll be unstoppable with whatever goal you have. And if you have a weight loss, a fat loss, a body composition goal, that's it's so important to have those skills built and understand that stuff because it's gonna happen like we are gonna get pulled away from our straight and narrow we're gonna have ego step in when we're changing and say you're not good enough to do this let's just go back to the couch and watch tv and eat ice cream it's so much easier to do that right like that's gonna happen no matter if it's tomorrow in a week or a year from now, it's going to happen to every one of us. And our ability to have the tools and the knowledge and the mindset to maybe give into that sometimes because that's life as well, but to not feel guilt or shame about that or to ride out those urges with curiosity, learning from it, not giving into it and getting stronger and building that resiliency and building that discipline that's unmatched, right? Like unmatched skill, unmatched tools. And that's why I stress so much to my clients. Some listen, some don't, that's okay, right? Um, others that really want it will like do one-on-one, -on -one, you know, mindset work with me and NLP techniques. Some of them don't see the value in it and maybe they will in five years or in five months. Who knows, right? That's not for me to decide. But that's why I will never stop stressing the importance of putting in those mindset reps, right? And I look at it the same way as training, as anything. Like you're strengthening a skill and you're strengthening your ability to withstand that amount of weight, right? If we're doing more reps and 
progressive loaded, blah, 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 <laughs> progressive overloading. That's the same thing we're doing when we're mental rehearsal, right? Same thing we're doing when we're meditating or we're journaling or we're visualizing or we're, you know, whatever it is, right? Like any kinds of things that are helping us build that capacity, right? And for me, like I know now it's second nature for me, right? I probably since I guess 2019 was when like I dove headfirst into this stuff. I think being someone who's just always really been in health and fitness since I was like 13 years old and, you know, going through an eating disorder, coming out of it, recovering from one, like you're kind of, you're kind of in it from a young age of just like being, being exposed to this kind of stuff. And then obviously like going through kinesiology and, you know, learning, like being in sports psychology courses, that kind of stuff. Like you're just being exposed to this stuff a lot more. And then I was obviously very into like self-development books and all this stuff, but I really didn't like dive in and like (laughs) turn the mirror towards my face and really take like a hard look at myself until about 2019. And where like, I was relentless with putting in those reps until about 2022, probably 2022, maybe 2020. But anyway, at least two to three years of like resist, like religious pretty much every single day. Um, And now it's very second nature, right? So that it becomes that, right? And that's, and that's how all this stuff works. Yes, it's painful as hell at, at first, right? That's we have to get uncomfortable with being comfortable. That's what I talked about at the beginning. And no matter what it is, a change from your normal is gonna be uncomfortable. And this stuff might not be normal, right? But your ability to build yourself up from not self-sabotaging your results is going to be unmatched, right? So that's why mindset and belief in yourself that you can do it is so, so important. And that's where I'm going to leave it today, you guys. I think there was, well, actually, no, there was so much in this episode. Even the beginning was like jam-packed with information. Uh probably need to rewind listen to this again but if any of this struck a chord with you the gi map the overtraining or like the gut health rather the overtraining the stress the mindset and avoiding self-sabotage and just being consistent long like for the rest of your life with things and the health and making those shifts please reach out to me and we will find a place at Haley James Fitness to support you. Like I have built my business to be able to support these pillars because I believe them to be the most important. And I only want to see, I know there's men here listening as well, but you guys know I coach women. I only want to see all of us women be empowered and ridding ourselves of our demons from maybe our past of our diet culture and of our peers and our moms and our aunts saying certain things about our bodies about food i really just want to see us all put that in the rearview mirror and create new patterns new generational patterns for the women and the girls to come in our lineage or in others right like this stuff spreads right so this is this is my goal this is my passion so please reach out to me the membership is alive right now you guys you can still get in before the first call next week so i highly recommend you do 67 dollars a month it's a steal you guys two calls weekly meal plans connecting with me in the private group 
ask me questions, all the good stuff. Like I'm here to support you. Anything that comes up that you want to discuss, you want to talk about, we talk about in there, right? That can be a new, it can be a new lesson. That can be a new conversation. That can be a new challenge, whatever it is. Like it's there for us as women to connect, come together and to break, to break these molds, right? From diet culture and skinny culture, all this kind of stuff. So connect with me in the membership. I would love to hear from you. If you're interested in doing more of the mindset work, it's something I haven't really been advertising, but it is something I do in my one-on-one coaching. So you can connect with me on that and as well as GI Map if you're interested in running a test on yourself, if you have some underlying gut health issues that just don't seem to be going away, that are nagging you, that are causing you discomfort, that you're feeling bloated, you're not getting to wear the clothes you want to wear, you feel uncomfortable going out to things, hit me up. You know, if you feel like you're just like can't go out to eat without blowing up or having gas or whatever it is, so I'm here for you. I'm here for you. We can get through this together. I've been there and we can do this. We can do this. So let me know and we will definitely connect over that. I think that is it for today. I feel like there was one other thing that I wanted to mention. Oh yeah, I just did want to conclude with saying, because I, I kind of was rambling on and I almost missed to say this, but calories macros do freaking matter especially if we're wanting to change our body composition in general but definitely if we want to lose fat lose weight it matters it matters it matters it matters matters and just saying these other three things matter if we want to have a good relationship with our body and a healthy body that's going to take us a year five ten years down the road right like that's where these things come into play but if there's a client of mine that is wanting to diet or not not wanting to diet, but wanting to lose body fat, you best believe we are going to be tracking macros in some way and we are gonna be in a deficit at some point of our journey together to get those results. Now, that deficit, I talked about this on the live, that deficit can mean anything. It doesn't mean 1200 calories, right? It hardly ever means that. It just means a deficit based on you, your body, your activity level, a deficit enough for you to get that result with body fat loss. And we are also usually gonna be measuring measurements, weight, progress photo, how your clothes fit, all these other things that are gonna play a huge piece into the shifting of your body composition. And this is also gonna be sometimes a deficit where it's a deficit for your body, but you you actually feel like you're eating more. And that's because we're probably eating more protein than we used to, but less sugary carbs. And you're gonna feel that way, but you're actually still in an energy deficit. And then if we do some work on the gut health and we're you know digesting and absorbing our food, that's also gonna change that picture as well as I talked about at the beginning. So that's why all of these things layer on together, but you best believe that we're gonna be tracking macros and calories and we're gonna be putting you in some sort of deficit if you want to lose weight or body fat because we gotta, the science is sciencing there and that is what we have to do. All right, uh, that's it you guys. I just wanted to end with that because I forgot to put that in as a little caveat. I am not a person that is not a believer in macros. I am a huge believer and not just if you wanna lose weight or body fat or body composition, understanding how much protein is in things, how much sugar in things, fiber in things, valuable, just as valuable as learning how to not self-sabotage yourself, right? All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a jam-packed episode. I think we're probably going to listen to this one or two more times, um, but definitely let me know if you have any questions, if you want to book a mindset, health coaching, jam app test, or join the membership. I've got it all for you guys. I'm here to support. Talk to you soon. Bye.